This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey, guys. Welcome back. What's up? Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. That's not Steve. No, it's not. It's Matt Belanger. <laughs> no, I'm not trying to from be Five Steve. From Eyewitness <laughs> News. Maddie B from TV. Hi. We've also got Mike the Zamboni in the house. Hello. Hello. Let's get to a little music news. It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. Yeah! And Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This, this is the beat. beat. Okay. I'll start with the sad news. Yeah, we got to do it. Um, Christine McVie of Fleetwood Mac uh, apparently died of a massive stroke. Wow. That is according to her death certificate, which also reveals that cancer had spread throughout her body prior to her November death. Um, Yeah, so the stroke was the primary cause of death. Cancer was listed as a secondary cause. Um, yeah. Oh, that's so sad. She was 79 years old. It was just uh, six months after Rolling Stone um, said she was uh, suffering from scoliosis. Oh, wow. And was trying to get her back better and to get herself into decent shape again. So uh, there's that. But you know what? While we're on the subject, mm. also have the cause of death for Raquel Welch. Um. She was a sex symbol, by the way. Uh, She went into cardiac arrest when she died in February, so that was revealed. And she was also battling Alzheimer's at the time of her death. Very sad. Yeah. Damn. You know what it makes me think about is, uh, and I, you know, every now and then I try to give myself this reminder as you go through life, right? You never know. What other people are going through. That's true. You just don't know. Because outwardly, you know, these stars, they have to portray their star image or whatever. Right. And, you know, right. if, if they Put haven't, a happy face. If they haven't hidden, you know, and gone out of the spotlight to focus on their health or whatever. Right. But so I just, you know, it's easy to lose sight of that in your, in your life. Right. Uh, and you just be kind, folks, to the person next to you because you don't know what they're quietly I always, battling. I always think of that when... <sighs> When there's like a crabby checkout person, yeah. clerk, you know, and I'll be like, all right, well, I don't know what What's her day on? was like. Yep. Could make up tons of scenarios. Right. You know, and go, just cut everybody some slack. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I digress. Uh, Taylor Swift apparently is offering merchandise replacement after the ink on some of her T-shirts 
had been fading after one wash. What? Yes. One wash? Yes. So apparently uh, Taylor had put out some uh, on her website had said, you know, it's normal for some of it to fade. But after one wash, no. So she's letting them exchange the shirts, which, by the way, they're not cheap. I wasn't even going to say that. The some of these concert T-shirts are so ugly, right? I mean, I don't want a picture of your face on my shirt. (laughs) That's not what I want. Give me a cool symbol. Give me like, I don't know, something that like recognizes the name of your tour, but like do a cool design. Like like the Prince Prince. Yeah, that's the symbol. I mean, yes, it would be cool just to have a shirt with the symbol. Right. And I don't, I don't need a picture knows of what that Prince's face. Right. Unless it's like a cool cartoon sketch. Yeah, something artsy. I mean, try finding a concert t-shirt that doesn't have a picture of the artist on well, it. Well, it's marketing. I mean, they that just because then they, other people see that person wearing that shirt and they're like, oh yeah, I like Taylor Swift But how too. about like the Stones? I, I don't, don't need Charlie Watts' face on my shirt. <laughs> I, I would like the big tongue. I'd like, well, right, yes, exactly. I would like... I wish I could have been a fly on the wall in the like room where Taylor Swift is getting word that her merchandise is garbage. (laughs) Like I just, I mean, considering what she's gone through with the ticket sales and the eras tour and the whole ticket master implosion and all the fan, like she just went through that epic meltdown and now, and now the poor assistant has to. Co- Excuse me. Um, hi, Taylor. Right. Um, uh, about two million of your T-shirts are the ink is gone. But after you know, the first one. The good thing is, <laughs> do you think there were some choice words? I, the good thing is that she really gives a darn. That's true. She know? could have said, "I don't care. I got the money already." Right. But. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> some so. intern has to break the news. Oh my god! It's like. <laughs> Pushes the other person in the door and shuts it. And like, you tell her about the fading shirts. No, you. T- I'm sure she's lovely and would never scream or yell or whatever. But I don't know. You never know. Right. I, I did watch her documentary that has a lot of behind the scenes stuff. How does she? How, is she cool as a cucumber like she well, cuts off? Um. No, I mean she's gotten upset. There's yeah. been you know well, who doesn't? <laughs> yeah, I mean I'd be surprised if she was just like, ah, don't worry, we'll fix it. Yeah, no, she's, I mean, especially after the whole, I mean, it's just been one-two punch here of um, uh, outsource, She'll be okay, I outsource think. things that are having problems. Right. <laughs> right. Oh, my God. So I came across this list of things only jerks do at concerts. Ooh. Buy the shirts. Do you, <laughs> do you go to a lot of concerts, Matt? No. Uh, the last concert, uh, I don't, I, I honestly... There's probably one in between here, but the last concert I went to was when Lori, Julia, and I went to the Lizzo concert at the Armory. Oh, okay. That's not that long ago. <laughs> no, it was a couple years, but okay. um, that was pre-pandemic, though. So oh, got been, it. Yeah, it's been okay, a ways. Uh, yeah, no, like, it was a Lizzo once before, not the most recent Lizzo concert. Got it. Okay. Was. How about you, Mike? Are you a big concert guy? Not as much as I'd like to. No, not really. It just seems like there's other stuff going on. Haven't really been to many. I think the last time I was at the State Fair, I believe. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, me too. I think that was my last one mm-hmm. as well. Now that I go to bed at six at night. Right. Kind of, kind of. Well, 
What's her name once afternoon yes, concert? Jamie Lee Curtis. Yes. I am all for I'm it. I'm with her. Like, even, you know, she was talking to, like, Bruce Springsteen. She's like, dude, you're old. Let's do an afternoon that concert. Perfect. That was good. You know, he's 70-something. Do you think he wants to start a show at 1030 at night? No. Let's do this. What do jerks do? At the- oh, okay. So here's what jerks do at concerts. Yeah. Uh, they outperform the performer. Like sing along, but like, yes. re- but like oh, yeah. really, Loud. really sing along. Nobody cares that you know all the words. They don't want to watch you dance. Rain it in. This is according mm. to this list. Agreed. Uh, shoving your way through. If you want the best spot, show up early. Insulting the artist by throwing things, trying to get on stage, well, booing. Why would you do that? Are you paid to be in exactly there to see that artist? Why are you booing? That's dumb. Here's a big one. Uh oh. Being on your phone. <laughs> talking, texting, recording the show instead of watching it with your eyeballs. Uh, that does get on my nerves. Me too. Artists don't like it. They want to connect with you. Right. You know, they're it's just annoying. Don't get too drunk. Don't litter. This is what jerks do. Mm. Uh, don't disrespect families. Try not to swear or engage in other like non-kid friendly activities in the vicinity of kids. Mm-hmm. That means drinking, smoking, swearing. Yeah, stay self-aware of your right, That's on action. the list. Yeah. Not looking out for others. Be aware of your surroundings. Try not to block uh, other people's view. And if you see someone struggling, help them out. Yeah. Just be a decent human. There you go. I never understood. I still don't understand. I mean, and I'm guilty of this maybe a little. But I don't understand the people who are at the concert and their, their whole thing. Thing it's holding is holding phone. up the phone, trying to get the shot, Facebook living it or right. something. I mean, it's like people who take videos of fireworks and that to put on Facebook later. No one wants to see your firework video the next morning. No one's watching that. I would go to the fireworks show, but I could just watch it on Snapchat on my buddies. Right. No, that's not going to happen. No. Totally, you have and to no, feel it. And the audio—no offense, buddy—but the audio on your garbage <laughs> phone recording from the back because you were cheap wow. of the concert—that's not the you know that's not going to sound good. No one's watching that. The little dot that is the performer on the stage from your terrible vantage point. I know we have a debate coming up, oh. but I have another debate. Uh oh. We can have more than we one? Could, we could double up on the debates, Woo. okay? Because concerts, standing up or sitting down? Standing. Interesting. What are you, going to the opera? Great question. You got us. St- <laughs> the answer is no. <laughs> um, okay, well, let's get to that. But you have another one that has to do with the kitchen and chores, yeah. uh, the dishwasher. Let's just ask the question right now, and we'll take some calls. How does silverware, how do utensils... Go in your dishwasher, people. Prongs up, like the fork up, or the knife and the fork and the spoon down. Where's the handle? How do you put Great it in the basket? Question. Come on. All right. Uh, give us a call, 651-641-1071, and we'll tackle that debate when we come right back. Hello. Wow. What a pleasant song. Right? <laughs> Welcome back. Thank you for listening, Woo. you guys. It's Donna and Steve, minus Steve. Matt Belanger's filling in. Matt has a debate that he would like to share. I uh, know we've got a lot of callers standing by, you. so we'll get to them in a moment. We fight a lot at my place about the dishwasher. Okay? okay. And the question we pose, and why all these kind folks have called in, is, is to weigh in on how do utensils 
go into the basket in the dishwasher? Are your knives, spoons, and forks kind of facing down with the handles sticking up? Or are the handles down so that, you know, the fork the and fork the spoon standing. and the knife is yeah. sticking up? There are two schools of thought. Should we just should we just do calls? I right want to know what you think first. Uh, no. <laughs> All right, let's go. To, uh, let's go to Ellen. I'm torn. It, I I have a very particular way that I do it. I do everything standing up except knives. Okay. Because the forks don't fit in the slots. Well, that that flap lifts up, but that's another. I know, another, but I don't want to do I'll that. Show you when, all, I'll show I know, you. I understand how it okay, works. Okay, pump your brakes. Who's on the wow. phone here? <laughs> what am I, a clown? Okay. Uh, it's Alan. Hi, Hi Alan. Alan. Hey guys. Hey. Up or down? What are we doing here? Neither. What? Hand washing. Come on. Oh, oh whatever. Alan, okay. Whatever. Yeah. Ooh, what do you think? You're better than us? Ooh, okay. so hard. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's cheating. Thanks, Alan. Alan, that's great. Bye. Someone doesn't have a dishwasher. Okay. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> poor Alan. It's okay. I don't have one at, at certain. So, I, so some people say. <laughs> What? I don't have one at my cabin. I do, you know. I admit it. Occasionally, I don't listen to the things you're saying. So that, that we yeah. just admitted. That. He goes. Sometimes when you talk, I don't listen to you. <laughs> I go great. Listen. So the dishwasher companies say everything handles up for safety, so you don't cut yourself on the knife oh, or poke yourself. Up. Handles. I'm doing handles, and then like the other well, side. Well, uh, you got to be a freaking idiot if you. Ah. Oh, wow, there's a knife. Oh, let ah. me grab it with the top ah. of my palm. Uh, okay. You know, um, so that's the one school of thought. But some people say when the um, like the spoons, for example, if they're down, they can get smashed together. And then like the peanut butter that's on there doesn't come off. I would like to argue something. Yes, ma'am. Why would they make those little slots then if the handles aren't supposed to go bottom? I don't know. Fork is going to fit in there. Mr. Dishwasher maker. I don't know. Read your manual. I'm not reading any freaking manual. Is there anybody me? else who wants to yes, weigh in on this? Mary. 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 Hi, Mary. Hello. Oh, Hi. Girl, save us. Up or handles down? Up. Handles all of it. Handles up. Now, wait. And do not put spoons together in the same little basket. Then you don't have the mm. gobbledygook from sour cream or peanut butter or what have you. But I swear to goodness... This has been an argument <laughs> for many, many years. Yes, yes. Now, listen, Mary, you're smart, according to what I'm reading here in Reader's Digest, because uh, also there's a school of belief that if you put the handles up when you're going, you know, like at Donna's house, when she's grabbing the silverware out after it's all clean to put away in the drawer, she's getting her grubby little paws all over the eating surface of the utensil, the fork part, the spoon part. Because you're, you're, then that's what it- This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott, or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda, whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Sax.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. 
What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Eventually touches your food and you put it in your mouth. Right. So it's cleaner, some <laughs> believe, you. to do handles and up. The next argument would be, are we separating the whites from the darks? <laughs> you can do that <laughs> Or toilet paper over under, but we don't have that much time. So Mary, thank you so much. Love you. Okay, bye. Bye, bye, Mary. Oh, we love you. Yeah, there's All a- right, Diane is on the line. Diane. Hi, Diane. Help us. Hi, guys. Mandy B., I love you and Donna together. Aw, don't tell Steve. Or, no, you can if you want. I won't. You know what's funny <laughs> is you talk to Donna the way Donna talks to Steve. Like, I'm not listening to you. Right. I know. <laughs> and he's saying it like matter of fact. Like, Uh-oh. oh, you were talking? I'm not listening. Totally. Just the way you do, Donna. It's funny. <laughs> exactly. Um, my thought is handles up. I don't want groby hands touching the, the part of the utensil that I'm going to put in my mouth. And also, I do knives up because... I don't want the blades to rub in the little in the little basket and dull them. So I do do oh. the, so I do knives blades up. Okay, that's interesting because knives are the only thing I do blade down, handle up. <laughs> and Donna, you do that because yeah. of safety, like you don't want to accidentally like brush up against it and cut yourself. Or well, you because just... it fits. Oh, all right. It fits in the little slot. I'm she's, using the slots. She's all hung yeah, up on the slots. But then as it's going through the cycle, it, it's getting bounced around in there, and it's going to dull your blade. Mm. Great. Well, but I don't the, have uh, expensive knives. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> but I get it. I do get it. Nothing better than a sharp knife. Yeah. Thank Absolutely. Right, Diane, Thank you. Thanks. Hey, guys. Bye. The, then to, to support your side of the argument, Donna, real quick, is that some people believe when it's kind of the utensil end up, not the handle, that the water will drain down as and then will drip off the bottom and not leave like spots on the spoon or whatever right. you know, when it dries. Right. So that's another school of thought there. But it's all over the board and people get passionate. Kyle and I fight at the house about the dishwasher all the time. Right now, everyone's agreeing with you. So Kyle is doing utensil up? No, I have been banished from touching the dishwasher. Oh, I see. <laughs> well, I, I might change. Not, not to one person it. is called to say that they do... Stuff up. You tensile up. up. Let's see what Rose has to say. Come on, Rose. Hi, Rose. Hi. Hi. So settle this for us. Handles up, handles down. What do you think? So here's the deal. I was a cook in the public schools for years, and all utensils were placed facing down. Okay. And the school of thought was that as you're washing and rinsing, all dirt, bacteria, and everything drains off. Gravity, right. Mm-hmm. Correct. Okay. And so then you would grab your utensils, obviously, from... Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. Utensil up, handle down. Oh, no. And okay. then gravity would pull dirt, germs, everything off oh. the bottom of the handle. And then it's not on the part where you put your food in your mouth. So the oh oh like as it washes it comes down off the bottom of the handle and that's you know and so um so and you, then that's the end of it so you're, the of it. you're handle so if you're going to have a little bacteria you'd rather have that on the handle end yeah than on the end that goes into your mouth Is okay it, so that's that's one for you Donna here that okay. she's on your team here like the little prongs right. of the fork the yeah, spoon sticking up one hundred percent team Donna and I do stray from the school and I do do what Donna does. And I flip my knives just for safety. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thank you, Rose. (laughs) Should never go in your dishwasher. What What, should should knives? Knives? Sharp steak knives. Oh, right. I'll put like butter knives, not sharp knives. Not 
got no it. No expensive knives right. never in your dishwasher. Thank you, Rose. Well, I'm so glad, everyone, that we couldn't settle that. Or yeah, whatever. yeah, like, thanks. <laughs> just do you. Do you, do you. Live your life. Uh, Mike, utensils up or down? Uh, I put them down. Everything you goes do? down. Yep. Okay. We have multiple people doing it, and I just, it's easier that way. Okay. You don't uh, cut yourself or, yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Great. Uh, you want to play a game? Yes. All right. Let's get someone on the line. 651 641 1071. It's the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. Bet on Matt or bet on me. And if you bet correctly, you'll win a prize. Woohoo. You know what? Matt and I have this in common. I think both of us, when we were kids, we got into some kind of accident, ended up in the hospital. Uh, I was 13 years old, got hit by a car, ended up in the hospital for 80 days. And thank goodness my parents knew to contact an experienced personal injury attorney. Or they could have lost our house due to mounting medical bills. Mike Bryant of Bradshaw and Bryant assures me that this is the proper thing to do. If you are injured in an accident, of course, first thing you do is seek medical attention. Even if you think your injury is minor, don't take any chances. Then get in touch with an experienced personal injury attorney like Mike Bryant. Uh, He'll have a meeting with you completely free of charge. He'll assess your case. And then if he takes your case, you still won't be charged anything unless there is an actual settlement. Mike is a great lawyer. You can find him today, Mike Bryant at Bradshaw and Bryant. Just go to their uh, website which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Okay. We're waiting for a caller, Maddie B. from TV. Oh, we still need a caller? Okay. What's the number, darling? They're already calling. Oh, okay. Oh, there are a couple people there. All right, good, good, good. good. Uh, Mr. Mike will grab one of them. Mm. And I will hit this. Oh, no, it's that line, too, that nobody likes. What? Oh, no. Do we not have a caller, Mike? Not yet. The first person hung up on me, and the second one was on line two, and I couldn't hear them. Oh, oh line no. two. What's wrong Screw with line two? line two? Oh, here we go. Mm. All right, here we go. I'm going to I'm gonna hit this button. Time, time to go to college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, the Big Zamboni. <laughs> that still makes me laugh. All right, first off, let me see. Can we have a caller? Who's this? Oh, and then they hung up. What is happening? Everybody's hanging up on us. Let's try this one. Okay. Oh, hello. There is something going on with our phones right now. Because no! everyone keeps just dropping off immediately when I answer. Caller, go ahead. They're trying, at least. One ringy day. Hello, are you there? Hi. Hey, there we go. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm glad you made it through the switchboard. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad somebody I'm did. usually too nervous to call, so I'm like, okay, I, I'm doing it. I'm doing it you today. You're so nice. sweet. That's Aww. so cool. Co- we don't bite. It's all good. I know. Also, usually I'm supposed to be at work by now, but I'm running late. Oh, whatever. Just, yeah. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. I got more important things to do. What's tell your name? Tell, blame it on traffic. Don't tell us your name now. We don't want your boss listening. <laughs> make up oh, a, okay. You they, can assume they, an identity. Worried. You can make up a, you can give us a faux name. We, it's okay. For the no, it's okay. My name's Kayla. Okay, Kayla. Hi, Kayla. <laughs> Hi. Okay, okay. Um, we don't know what the topic is or anything. We don't. I was just trying to get a call online. Uh, funny story. So I was pulling in today, and um, so I tried to get ahead of things. I write. I wrote the College of Pop Culture Knowledge uh, yesterday before I left. And as I was driving in today, uh, let me just say what the first line of the College of Pop Culture Knowledge was supposed to be today. Oh, 
59 years ago today in 1964, the Beatles had the top five ah. songs. <laughs> and then I pull in today and you guys are talking about that same Sorry, fact. Sorry, it's Matt's so, fault. That. Uh, we oh, had I would have won. So, well, <laughs> Finally, I would have won for once. I went to plan B, which might also steer your uh, to your direction. Today Ooh. is National Hug a News Person Day. Yay! Oh, Donna! So these questions no, are all about news people. <laughs> okay. Three questions about news people and pop culture. <gasps> Oh my goodness. Don't worry, I'm still going to lose. It's fine. It's kind of a tradition. <laughs> anyway. All right. All right. Kayla, you're still on the line? Yeah. Who do you want to go with? You know, I'm going to go with my girl Donna. Okay. <laughs> She's going to need all the help she can get. How dare you, sir? Stay classy. Okay, I'll be back. All right. Here we go. All right. All right. Stand by, Kayla. Kayla, putting you on hold. Again, College of Pop Culture Knowledge, uh, round two. I'll save those other questions. Maybe I'll ask you in a week or so. I don't think you see will. No, we'll remember we'll the answers Absolutely to it. Not. Uh, so, uh, by the way, uh, Steve has a 38-26 lead. You get this win. You pull within 11. Here we go. These are all about uh, actual news uh, people on National Hug a News Person Day. I told you yesterday I won't do the timer because it freaks both of you out. Yeah, it does. Cool? Oh, I won't, I won't do it then this okay. time. So, here we go. Just take your time. Give me an answer in a relatively quickly manner. Okay. Please. We'll yes, start sir. off with this one. Barbara Walters was the first woman to co-anchor the uh, n- network Evening News in 1976, but not until 2006 was a woman named solo host of a weekday network evening news broadcast until CBS Evening News with this woman. Katie Couric. From the late 80s through the early 2000s, three men hosted their network's evening news shows, and they were known as the Big Three. Tom Brokaw on uh, NBC, Peter Jennings on ABC, and this guy on CBS. Oh, shoot. Ah, I never watched CBS. Um, Okay, CBS, this guy, this guy. Walter Cronkite. Who was the news journalist turned announcer who was the unlikely person to break the news of John Lennon's death on December 8th, 1980? News journalist turned announcer? Was the unlikely person to break the news of John Lennon's death on December 8th, 1980? It was a sports guy. Um, John Madden. All righty. We're going to bring Kayla back in here. Kayla, you heard all of the questions. Would you like any of them repeated? Um, nope. Nope. I think Donna crushed it. You do? Yeah. I do, I think. Okay. All right, I'll go We're going to put Kayla on hold here. As uh, Matty B from TV again, I I was just looking through the national you know things going on today, and I was like, oh, this might be a little skewed one way, but we'll see. Right, exactly. He'd have it. I don't know that I did okay or not. I really don't. I don't have a clue. Welcome to like every day of my career. <laughs> okay, fake it till you make it, baby. That's right, baby. Okay, let's go. All right, I did the same for Donna. I'm not going to play the timer because it freaks both of you out. Yep, and I don't like to yeah. make you too uncomfortable. Thank you. I have performance anxiety. <laughs> All right, so take your time. You do have to answer in a timely manner, but uh, just roll through each of these if okay. you would. All right. We'll start with this first one. Mm. Barbara Walters was the first woman to co-anchor the network Evening News in 1976, but not until 2006 was a woman named solo host of a weekday network evening news broadcast until CBS Evening News with this woman. Katie Couric. From the late 80s through the early 2000s, three men hosted their network's evening news shows, and they were known as the Big Three. It was Tom Brokaw on NBC, Peter Jennings on ABC, and this guy on CBS. Peter Jennings, a Canadian, by the way. It'd be Walter Cronkite. Who was the news journalist turned announcer who was the unlikely person to break the news of John Lennon's death on December 8th, 1980? I feel I feel like that was you said unlikely. It's it was it was not a news person. Uh, was it Steve Madden? 
All right. We will uh, wrap up with that one. The shoe Holy guy? cow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what I do? what I do? He's Steve, Madden Steve Madden shoes. Steve Madden. He's oh. a shoe guy. The, yeah. the, the, the other Madden. Yeah, I got you. Okay. Well, I'll, the Madden guy. Well, you're both so wrong, so I'll let you have, have that answer. I do have a lot answer. of Steve Madden <laughs> <Okay>. shoes. <laughs> God, <laughs> I am gay, aren't I? We'll start. <laughs> oh. Sorry. We'll start I have off. a couple <laughs> pairs of Steve Madden. That's right. I knew it was Madden's football. Give me a break. Was we'll it Cole Haan? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll start it Nothing off. gets between me and my Steve Maddens. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's start off with this first one. Barbara Walters, of course, you both nailed it. That's it was really fun. It was Katie Kirk. Yay! <laughs> I love sports. All right, who was the news journalist? Turn. We'll go to the final one. Who's the news journalist turned announcer? The unlikely person to break the news of John Lennon's death on uh, December eighth, nineteen eighty. Who was that? I think John was still coaching at the time. It was Howard Cosell. Howard Cosell. I have no idea who that is. Oh. It was during the Monday night football game is yeah. when we got news of it. I knew that. I just didn't yes. know who the heck it was. And the second one from the late 80s through the 2000s, three men hosted their network evening news shows, and they were known as the Big Three. Yeah. Tom Brokaw on NBC, Peter Jennings, as you said, notable Canadian on yeah. ABC, and this guy on CBS. <gasps> You were both incorrect. Oh, no. Dan Rather. Dan, Dan Rather. Rather. Yes. Dang it. So well, that means we've got a tiebreaker. No. Wow. We're, oh, mean, no. I should have done better, oh. and I apologize. And, <laughs> it's okay. All right. So the. <laughs> all right. <laughs> oh, my gosh. This is terrible. Okay. What's the tiebreaker? Um, well, uh, we're going to go to uh, to, to uh, a clip here. Now, I told you how this was supposed to be Beatles trivia today, but oh. then you guys spoiled it at the first segment of the show. Whoops. Um I forgot to make a tiebreaker for this one so we're going back to beatles trivia for That's today okay. and uh, uh this was one of those five songs okay if you weren't listening the uh, beatles don't look at your notes please either two of you uh-huh. uh the uh, beatles had the top five songs <laughs> on the hot 100 charts this time 59 years ago this week 59 years ago you mm-hmm. got that kayla yep so i'm going to play a song first one of you three mm. to name this song will win buzz in with your name your name, of course, is your buzzer. Kayla, you're on as well, so okay. feel free to yell okay. out your name at any point. Here is a song by the Beatles. What song is it? Uh, Donna, Donna, I want to hold your hand. Yes, you do. Great song. All righty. That was actually number four on the list of those uh, Beatles songs that were on the top five. Kayla, congratulations. You got the win. Yay, Donna. Thank you, Kayla. I I threw that your way for the shirt or whatever she's going to get. Yeah, sure I totally, yeah. Steve Madden, remember, Steve Madden, the big football person. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm a mess. It's okay. All right, Kayla, hold on. All right. Bye, Kayla. Guess what I have. Bye, Kayla. Thank you. Bye, Kayla. Guess what I have. Time for a tip. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show is getting tipsy. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Tipsy, tipsy, And we mean that in the most professional sense, of course. Oh, of course. As in, we are here with a tip for your life. And listen, folks. Now, I know your mama told you not to pluck your gray hairs. What? What? Um, Or maybe it was your dad. I don't know. But, you know, you've heard, don't pluck a gray hair. And why, Donna? Because then you'll get 10 more? In that same spot, right? Oh, yeah. I know. I never heard that. But that's a good guess. Thank you. It's total garbage. That's <laughs> not why. So you shouldn't pluck your gray hairs, people. But it's not because, like, five more are going to grow in that spot. That okay. is just totally made up. What is real about plucking a hair is your hair has, like, a life cycle. 
Right. Okay. And when you pluck it out, the gray one, you disrupt that life cycle. This is this is fascinating to me. So at about age 20, hair starts getting a little thinner and stays around for a slightly shorter time, right? Okay. So every time you pluck, you force that little follicle to like restart its life cycle. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Sure. And you like that hair might have just kind of hung in there for like, I'm making this up, but like for another three years. I don't know. But, but hold on a minute. But if you pluck it, you force it to go into the next life cycle. And remember, every time that your hair like regrows or goes through a life cycle after it falls out, the cycle gets shorter and shorter and shorter. So basically, the long story short is, I mean, I'm not the hair scientist here, but the thinking is, is you will actually um advance yourself in thinning and hair loss uh, if you pluck. Don't pluck. Because you can cause trauma to your little hair follicle, too, if you rip that little buddy out of there. So Can you say that again? Okay. <laughs> Sometimes when you talk, I don't listen. <laughs> <laughs> All right. There's no science to the whole, if you pluck a gray hair, five more are going to crop up in that spot. So what does happen is experts found the plucked hair that you kind of shortened the life of will uh, will start to grow back as another piece of hair right however you have in larger context of the hair on your head hair grows every time it falls out and naturally you know if you don't pluck it and it starts to grow back every life cycle of your hair it gets thinner and lives long shorter that's good no, thinner hair and shorter life cycle means oh. it, it, your hair as a oh, whole is see, thinning. I'm thinking and then about your hair chin hairs. Out. I'm not thinking about Bro, hair on your about, head. Talking about a gray I'm, hair up in your oh, hair okay. and up here at your roots. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, well, this is good news. <laughs> no, girl. For so, aging women. This so is if fantastic. You, if you It'll pluck, grow back very thin. No, I you can't with you. It. I didn't know you were talking about your head. So if you. Wow. <laughs> Wow. So anyway, if you pluck it, it will grow back thinner and then last and last less. <laughs> I can go home now. I could you want me to just bow out? <laughs> 
Well, there's my there's my tip. I love you. Have a great day, everyone. Now, don't go anywhere. We're coming back. I don't know. What are we talking about? Let's just take a look. We're my, a disaster My today. friends are texting me about Steve Madden. <laughs> and they, and the, uh, Aaron says, I'm not upset. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> oh, that's funny. It's even worse. Um, let's talk about lab-grown chicken. What? Almost about to show up at grocery stores. Mm. We'll get to that and more coming up next. Yummy. All right. I don't need this abuse. Welcome back to the show, everybody. Donna and Matt filling in for Steve. Oh, somebody's got to say it. Matt says to me, I want to be in your body for 24 hours. I just want to be you for 24 hours. And I'm like... Why? He goes, because it's a freaking freak show. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I just want to be you when I grow up. (laughs) I'm just sitting here minding my own business. What are you talking about? You're you're sweet. You're really sweet. (laughs) That's going in my quote book, by the way. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Write that down. That's not your quote book. That's a napkin. What are you writing? (laughs) That is my quote book. Okay. Hey, can we do food news, do you think? No. Can you push the button? Oh, fine. Come on. <laughs> Make it's it right official. To the okay, left. There, there it is. <laughs> Welcome to Donna and Steve's. Can I interest you in some food news today? Yummy. How about... What would you buy? Lab grown... No. Chicken. No. Meat. Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, this is, we're, this is not April Fool's late or something stupid like that this is real real the real real however what i would adopt a lab grown chicken i don't think they're growing like the whole bird i think they're just making like meat cells patties patties okay so lab grown chicken meat folks is is getting closer to showing up on restaurant menus and store shelves of course Uh. there's a major push for this because we have a lot of people on the world in the world to feed you know, they're on it too i mean it's just, just a big big old rock also um you know greenhouse gas emissions are a thing and so this is one way because agriculture does take a lot of resource a lot of energy this is one way to maybe produce more food i would say if it would save a chicken <clears throat> maybe i would i mean is the lab grown meat part is it chicken or is it something else? It's like the chicken and the egg. I don't know. I don't know. The Food and Drug Administration has cleared two American producers of lab-grown meat to bring their products to market. The FDA finding, quote, no questions about the company's claims that its protein is safe for human consumption. Critics have concerns about the industry's financial viability uh, long term and how they can they keep up with the demand eventually if it like catches on. My so they're talking about like how would this be labeled cultivated meat? How would it be? What would you have to see on the packaging so that when Donna's at the cooler and she's picking her turkey for her chili, you know, she's like she's looking at it and she's going, oh, I want this one over here, and it's it's gonna it's gonna have to disclose whether it's like. Real chicken. Original or lab-grown meat. And my, um, I mean, we eat a lot of meat, folks. Americans uh, consume 75 billion pounds 
billion pounds of red meat and chicken in a wow. year. 225 pounds of meat eaten a year per American. That's more than I weigh. <laughs> wow. How many pounds? 225 pounds of meat consumed each year per By American. One per wow. American. Wow. That's a lot. So anyway, this cultivated meat, I mean it's close. Here's what it looks like, Donna. How appetizing is that as All we right, look forward to the lunch hour. There it is. It's not the whole bird, it's just like a chicken breast. breast. It looks disgusting. Well, but I guess so does a chicken breast. <laughs> well, right. I never really looked at a raw chicken breast and said, gosh, that looks real good. Right, right. <laughs> so good anyway, um, what I think this article is missing is, the, is a gauge on the appetite of the people to buy and want to use and try and eat this stuff. Like, no one talked about this in the article. Like, I, you know, would you buy it at the store? If you had the choice and it was there and they say it's safe and it's cheaper, let's say yeah, it's two dollars cheaper. Maybe. Maybe. And it saves a chicken. It's not it doesn't save a farmer, but you right, know. Right, right. There's always two sides to the coin, right? Yeah. Mm. So anyway, um, yeah, watch you for know, that. sometimes I look at like beyond burgers. Mm. And sometimes I like them, and then other times I'm like, that is just gross. That is really nasty. There's they have like they have a consistency that sometimes feels slimy. Mm, Yeah, I don't mind it at times, but I also it's like I kind of remember it has a very distinct taste. It's like we have to make this taste like meat, and you know they cooked it up in the lab, and it has like the best meat taste that they gave they came up with. Right, but but I like can right now in my mind I can imagine what that impossible ground meat. Tastes like. Right, me too. And I'm like, I don't want that right. taste right now. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm like, kind of like, eh, I don't really want it. Uh, how about you, Zamboni? Do you eat that stuff beyond uh, meat? I don't eat that, no. And this, I, like you said, I kind of go both ways on this one because we've seen some, there's been plenty of evidence and stuff comes out of the conditions and things and what they get stuck with, these chickens for these rotisserie oh, and these oh, massive, yeah, yeah. massive it's horrible. stores. It's horrible. horrible. And when you consider all of the stuff that's getting pumped in, how natural is it already? Right. So, yeah, oh, that's I, a good it's, point. You know, but with that being said, you also don't want to just eat this stuff that's 100% not natural and filled with whatever it's filled with. Right. Who knows the effect it's going to have on us in yeah. 30 years like most of the food we eat right now. Yeah. So to answer your question, Matt, no, we, we don't, don't know. know. Yeah. Sounds like the dishwasher debate. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, so that's that. Uh, how about Ben Affleck? You know, he was had that big Super Bowl ad with with Duncan. He's. Did you like that ad? Well, I didn't care for it. I, I mean, as far as Super Bowl ads go, I mean, I think it was definitely middle of the pack. I wasn't like blown away. It wasn't the worst ever. Okay. But the, he has a new um, ad out. And it features Ben Affleck. I mean, we, we, do you have it handy there? Yeah, I got it. Yeah, let's listen to it because it's. I would just say it's weird. Listen right, to this. Here, thing. here for the Dunkin' Run campaign commercial. It's a great deal. A large coffee, a donut for a buck. I mean, it's pretty cool. So I thought it'd be like authentic and meta. Yes, I'm doing the commercial, but am I doing the commercial? You know, I'll do commercials. I'm a real actor. This is an art form for me. I do know you departed. They did, departed. Are you, were you in the department? I'm Matt Damon. No, yeah, mm. I love him. I love him. Mm. Love him. Uh, I mean, some of his work. He's got a really consistent career, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Time for a Dunkin' Run. Get a $1 donut with any medium or larger coffee. That's cute. It's cute. I mean, 
it's just very like at the beginning, and I, he's just rambling to himself I don't, at the counter there. So for the visual, he like walks into a Dunkin' and he's like having this conversation, and these two people at the registers are like looking at him like, "What? Yeah, we know this? that guy." Well, and also kind of like, "What is he rambling on about? About I don't do commercials. Is this a commercial? It might be a commercial. Um, it's just strange. It's a little heady." Yes, um, and then they, yes, then they, it's, heady. it's like, oh, this is Matt Damon. It's obviously not Matt Damon. So it's kind of funny. But. Obviously, yeah. So eh. anyway, he's good. Right. He's got it. He really seems to be into this partnership. I mean, but he's it's Boston, you know, and that's Duncan right. Land. So oh yeah, Jersey's Duncan Land. New York is Duncan Land. And Matt Damon's also from Boston. So that's it's right. All a big thing. So it's cute. Never saw The Departed. Maybe I'll have to watch that. I don't think I saw it either. My Do favorite movie to... of all time. Is what? Like number one all on right, the list. What is it about? Whoa! It's about the uh, Irish mafia in Boston, and it's oh. the cast is huge. Mark Wahlberg. You've got those two. Martin Sheen. Uh, of course, uh, Jack Nicholson is in it. You've got uh, yeah. It's just list goes on and on. Leonardo DiCaprio. Let's Scorsese film okay. best picture. It was yeah. It's as good as it gets. So it means it's three hours long for sure. Yeah yeah <laughs> yeah. A little under that I think. Well, we're not doing okay. anything else. Let's watch it tonight. <laughs> yeah, no, we have to watch the Brooke Shields. Thing. Oh yeah, that's yeah yeah. Yeah, no, you have to finish that. Mm-hmm. I love a Boston accent, though. It's my You'll like The Departed, then. Where'd you park the car? <laughs> anyway. Hey, Audie, are you having a party tonight? <laughs> it's my favorite accent. Oh, my God, it's good. Uh, okay, when we come back, uh, Mike is going to have a dirt alert for us. And then, oh, there's a new series based on a movie that's coming that I think sounds interesting. And uh, did you notice any changes to your Twitter account? I did. Tell you about that, too, coming up next.